0: Welcome to MarketScale Pro AV. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I have an opportunity to have a conversation with the Director of Customer Experience for the HD Base-T Alliance, Daniel Schwartzberg. Daniel, how are you today?
1: Hey, Sean. Good morning. I'm doing great, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking. Could you give me briefly, or in, in as many words as you'd like, the explanation of your journey, sort of how you got maybe from college to where you are today as the director of customer experience for the HD Alliance.
1: Well, that's going back a long time in my memory, but certainly I'll give it a shot. So, actually, I studied in the in the UK. Uh, I did a master's degree in engineering, uh, and actually began my career at Ford Motor Company. Um, and then a few years on from there, I actually I moved to Israel, um, and a small country without really at that time any any real uh, activity with automotive, so I moved uh, into the semiconductor business and uh, started off as a, as a young engineer, as a design engineer, and then started to move more into, into marketing roles, uh, including uh, with companies specializing uh, in the audio-video technology, audio-video transport. Um, and the natural progression was to move, uh, to uh, the T Alliance, um, where I am as Director of Customer Experience, uh, actually responsible with, with all of the, um, the ecosystem development activities. That means, uh, with, uh, with explaining what our technology does, uh, working with vendors who generate, sell products that use T technology, but also to, to get the message out to, to the installer community, to the integrated community, uh, uh, all about HD T, uh, about its capabilities, about how to work with it to get the best results that you possibly can. Um, so it's been a it's been a journey that's taken. Well, if I admit it, I guess almost twenty two, twenty three years. Um, but it's uh, it's a great place to be. HD T is, is is a really exciting technology, and uh, and I'm, I'm proud and excited to be to be part of the effort.
0: There was a major pain point in the pro AV industry starting around, I think, 2010, and that was converging audio and video, Correct. all the different connectors and protocols and trying to establish that, um, that common ground. Can you tell me a little bit about how HD Base t
1: approached and provided a solution to that pain point? Absolutely. So, so you're, you're, you're perfectly correct in what you've said. I mean, if, if, you, if you think back not to the uh, too uh, distant past, uh, what was AV connectivity? It was a coax cable coming out of your wall to the back of your analog TV set, uh, you know, bringing signal from your antenna uh, or maybe from, from a set-top box. Um, now, what happened in particular uh, as we move forward in the pro-AV market, um, was that we saw many, many more uh, interfaces needing to be supported. So it wasn't just, it wasn't just an antenna, it was, it was an HDMI cable. Uh, you may have had some additional audio maybe using a Speedif cable or, or, or something like that. Uh, there was more and more connectivity uh, to the outside world, to the, to the Internet. So you normally needed uh, a LAN cable, a network cable to connect you up to that. Uh, and, 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 and we saw more and more and more of these cables being needed. Now, the problem is not just the number of cables, uh, but the problem also is the length that they can be uh, they can be pulled for. Um, so, an installer found himself: okay, I've got a lot of cables I need to pull, and they're all limited in distance. So, if we think about, for example, a, a simple uh, passive uh, HDMI cable, you can probably get those running up to around about. 15 meters, which is what, about 45, 50 feet, uh, and that's where you hit the upper limit. And if you want one of those cables and you want it to work reliably, uh, you need to, to pay top dollar for it. So we had this problem of lots and lots of cables. We had a problem that they were all limited in distance, and this was creating a, a real headache and was a genuine pain point for, for the installer community, in particular uh, in the pro-AV world. So T Alliance uh, came along uh, with a technology to, to solve that um, and what we are actually uh, enable installers to do is replace all of those cables with a single uh, land cable. So I'm talking about a Category 5e or better cable, Category 5e, Category 6. It can be unshielded. Um, and we can run that for distances up to, and in some cases, even exceeding 100 meters or 328 feet. And over that simple cable, which of course can be cut to length and can be terminated in the field, uh, I can pass uncompressed uh, video. I can pass audio. I can pass controls like UART, like uh, I 2 C, like uh, infrared. Uh, I can pass 100 megabits of Ethernet. I can pass USB 2.0 at least with the second generation of of HD based specification and chipsets. Uh, and also on that same cable, I can actually drive up to a 100 watts of DC power. Uh, and this really revolutionised the uh, the pro AV market because suddenly the installers were just pulling one cable, they were able to have much greater distances between their sources uh, and their and their display devices, be they uh, the TVs, be they projectors, uh, and and suddenly HD based very quickly became the standard for high definition digital connectivity in this market um so that's from a technology point of view now in order to uh to to progress uh, the, the acceptance of the technology in the market, so the HD Based T Alliance was formed. Uh, and the alliance is basically a, a, a coming together of now more than 200 member companies uh, from all different uh, facets uh, of the market, not just pro AV, but primarily at this point in time. Or so, uh, and they've come together to form an alliance of, of users of the technology, but also of companies that are helping to promote and develop the standard. Uh, And by that, I mean, we have uh, we have working groups, for example, we have an AV working group um, uh, whose whose task is to is to, you know, kind of assess what the market needs, where the market's going and and to make sure that HD based T is 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 there at the right place at the right time to to meet the demands and the requirements that the market needs. So would it be fair to say that the HD Base-T Alliance is
0: somewhat like a United Nations for the pro-AV industry? You're taking all these different communication protocols and sort of establishing a basic uh, mode of communication.
1: Uh, I think there's uh, there's less uh, problems with uh, with the HD based T technology than there is with the United Nations. But I think there's less arguments and less heads to heads. But certainly we do have this convergence. We do have this coming together of uh, of different protocols. So in one way you could say yes, in the United Nations people with different opinions sit in the same room, and here we take those different protocols that um, that you know primarily in the past were all being handled by individual. Uh, connectors individual cables uh and we are putting them all together on the one cable so yes we could possibly draw an analogy there
0: and you don't really have the the competition because ultimately it's about the end user experience so i want to talk about a protocol that's been added in recently that is getting all the buzz but i don't know that it's being looked at from the proper perspective, and that is AV over IP. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because that seems to be causing an awful lot of confusion in the industry.
1: Uh, Definitely. Yes. Uh, So you're you're right. I would say over the last year, maybe year and a half, there has certainly been a lot of noise uh, in the industry, a lot of buzz, a lot of hype about AV over IP. Um, and I think there 's also a, a lot of a lot of misunderstanding uh, in terms of of where it 's good and and where it 's not. Um, so, so let's start by saying what HT-Base-T what, uh, is. So HT-Base-T is is a solution that can handle 4K6420, uh, 4K3444 six, 4K 4K uh, maximum video formats without the need for any sort of compression. Um, we are, we are a, a packet-based technology, which means that we not only support point-to-point uh, topologies, uh, but also uh, networking. Uh, so we can actually send HD based T packets through an HD base T network, and I stress here an HD base T network switch, uh, and and distribute them uh, around a, a complex multi point to multi point, if you like, uh, uh, topology. Now, AV over IP uh, is also packet-based. Of course, it's, it's Ethernet. It's IP-based, so it relies on packets. Um, but here the similarities begin to break down. Now, uh, AV over IP, uh, there are many, many different flavors of it. You can have a 10G version. You can have a 1G version. You can run over 100 megs. Uh, and, of course, there is, there is no interoperability between those different versions. So, in other words, if I have one side expecting 10G and one side expecting 1G, those guys simply can't work together uh, the situation gets more complex uh, in that there's actually no interoperability if, for example if I take a 1G solution uh, trying to find interoperability between different solutions from different vendors is nigh on impossible because everybody uh, implements things a little bit differently if not necessarily at the physical layer but when you get up to the top layer the application layer uh, then everybody's doing something different and, uh, and the vendors don't know to interoperate uh, and the third thing is that in, in terms of compression well well, HDBase-T is uh, is an 8-gig link speed. Um, uh, and as I've said, that requires no compression if I want to get to 4K3444 or 4K6420. Um, that that lack of compression is also true for a 10G uh, IP, a IP solution. But anything below that, if it's 1G, if it's 100 meg, uh, requires an ever-increasing amount of compression. Uh, and of course, compression as a general rule uh, is not a good thing. For end user experience, the deeper the compression, the more lossy the picture. Uh, the more lossy the picture, uh, the less the user tends to enjoy viewing it. So, there's also quite a pre- question, um, issues with compression that relate to, to delay and, and latency. Um, so, yes, AVEVER IP uh, is, is out there, the, 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 the terminology is out there, the hype is out there. Uh, but there are many, many issues surrounding that, as I've just explained. There's also uh, the question of, of total cost of ownership. Uh, because with with h d base t and for example with an uh, an a v matrix switcher that h d base t uh, ports are often found in uh generally speaking, the sources of the video sit close to that a v switcher uh, and therefore it's very very simple to connect from my source to my AV matrix using a simple HDMI cable, for example, the simplest and cheapest connection there is. Now, the problem we're moving to an AV over IP solution is that if you take a look at an IP switch, an Ethernet switch, well, it doesn't have an HDMI port on it, does it? All it has is, uh, is Ethernet ports. And therefore, even if my, my video source sits directly next to my, my IP switch, my Ethernet switch, I have to put in uh, uh, an IP encoder that takes the HDMI from my source and converts it to Ethernet packets to go through the IP switch. So Those boxes are remarkably expensive. Again, it depends from which vendor and it depends which technology. But those things can run up to several thousand dollars just to convert the HDMI. To, uh, to IP packets to connect to the switch so when you take a look at the total cost of ownership you're you're looking at an a, uh, an HD based T matrix switcher where you use an HDMI cable to connect your uh, your source and that cable costs a few dollars and now you're replacing it with uh, with an IP encoder that can cost several thousand dollars so I, I think these are some of the issues that, that the market is is still uh, is still possibly unaware of certainly there's a, a lot of education that needs to be done in terms of, of, of aV over IP and and really what what it means uh, that said there are certain use cases that I will definitely agree that that uh, video over IP um, is 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 useful uh, very very large scale installations uh, and if you wish to go very very great distances and you want to start putting 10 G over fiber um, and that's why the hd T Alliance AV Workgroup actually does have in its sites uh, an hd T over IP specification. Um, we envisage a world of, of hybrid installs where we have, for example, in-room in-building HD-based uh, T, uh, and then when we wish to go cross-campus, where we need to get that extra distance, uh, then we would employ an hd T IP solution, which would be 100% interoperable with all of the hd T in-room uh, equipment that's already been installed, uh, but gives us the extra range and, and, and some of the additional benefits that, yes, HDB, that, um, AV over IP will bring for those specific use cases. Uh, because today, if I've got a room full of uh, HD-based T equipment and now I want to do uh, uh, an AV over IP to uh, to a separate building or across my campus, uh, then I don't have a way of doing that. So, so the installer is faced with ripping out all of that great HD-based T equipment, putting in uh, AV over IP equipment within the conference room which to be quite truthful is not a use case that AV over IP really is is, is targeting Uh, and and total cost of the installation is suddenly shot right up through the sky and the user experience of AV in an in-room AV over IP in an in-room environment uh, is going to be hit as well HD-based T is ultra low latency a few microseconds uh, and that's something that uh, that very few uh, uh, AV over IP solutions can achieve today. One of the
0: downfalls of just the amazing technology technology in pro AV is that people expect magic in pro AV. And I think it's one of the few industries where expectations outstrip where technology actually is. That seems to be something you probably struggle with on a daily basis.
1: Well, it's an interesting question. Um, And actually, I, I, first of all, I think the Pro-AV market is demanding uh, simply because uh, the, 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 the target client, the end user, has very, very high expectations. Um, these are usually uh, mid to high-end systems uh, and, and you want it to work first time all the time. Uh, what I am happy to say is, you know, in, in, in my role as, as Director of Customer Experience, so I interface with, with literally thousands of, of installers, thousands of integrators. Uh, I, and, you know, uh, the week before last, I was at Infocom in, in Las Vegas, and, and I was in the Alliance booth. And, and it's a pleasure to have installers, integrators come into the booth and say to me, we love your technology simply because it works. Um, so I think we've already cracked the, uh, the magical uh, element that you're talking about. People like it. It's, it's, it's flexible. It enables them to do so much more on that super simple cable. Um, and the fact that it does simply just work when you plug it together without the need for any complex configuration, of, of, of the, uh, the end equipment uh, is, is what, makes it, uh, what, what makes it really unique in this industry. So the feedback we get from the market and, and, and also the fact that we have so many Alliance members, as I've said, more than 200 members producing equipment, uh, gives credit to that. Uh, if this was a technology that was complicated to use, if this was a technology that, that didn't you know, uh, answer the needs of, of the AEV, the pro-EV market, that they want that magic solution. Uh, then we wouldn't be where we were today, with with thousands of, of certified products, uh, and and many 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 happy users of HD based equipment around the world. So yes, they're looking for the magic, and, and I truly believe that that we have a technology uh, that, that that gives that magic to them.
0: Well, you mentioned attending Infocom in Las Vegas, and I'm jealous that I wasn't there, but I don't. I, I, <laughs> I'm okay. I'll get over it. However. Let's talk about the future a little bit. Now, you're obviously a thought leader in this space, in the industry. And being a thought leader, you have to plan ahead. You have to look towards the future. You have to keep an eye on trends in the industry and possible things that nobody knows they even need yet. And one of the ways you're going to present some of your ideas on that is your HD-based technology World Congress that's happening in October. Tell me a little bit about that. Are you just super excited for October to get here?
1: Absolutely. Uh, we, we, we held our, our, uh, our HD-based tea uh, Alliance World Congress last year. It was actually in Barcelona. Uh, and the feedback we received from our membership was fantastic. This is, this is an event that is, that is largely reserved to the, to the members of the Alliance. Uh, it's a coming together of, of as much of our membership who can make it to wherever we're holding it this year. It's going to be in beautiful La Jolla, just just north of San Diego. Um, and it's an opportunity for them to, to get together and learn where the HD-based T technology is going, but more than just that, it's also uh, an opportunity for them to take part in the various different work groups that we have in the alliance, uh, which is basically uh, their 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 chance to to influence the next generation of HD based T. It's the work groups that basically uh, are responsible for writing uh, the additions to the HD based T spec. So, so I, I, I'm. I'm you asked me if I'm excited. I couldn't be more excited. First of all, I haven't been to Loja for many years, uh, and it's an opportunity, as I've said, really to, to to hear from our membership what they're expecting from the technology, to give them for those for those days and beyond, th- to give them the opportunity to take the reins of HD based T technology and to help steer it into the future. And uh, and despite uh, claims by some in the industry that that HD based T is, is is dead, the A V matrix switcher is dead. The the, the truth c- couldn't be far uh, further from it. Um, once Again at Infocom we had a very busy booth. Uh, I ran a three-hour installer expert program training where we had over hundred people in the room. It was the biggest course we've ever run, uh, and it just shows how much the pro AV market loves HDBST uh, uh, and how much uh, it wants to learn more about it. So, so the future is good. Um, the HDBT uh, Alliance World Congress uh, will will allow, as I've said, will allow us to share the latest news uh, to our membership to to get their feedbacks on where they want the technology to go uh, and uh, if you have any of those uh, members listening in there and and they uh, you know would like to, to to get involved they should go to uh, www uh, and then we have to find out a lot more about that World Congress. And
0: let me add in also, uh, because I know modesty prevents you from pointing this out, but I'm not modest <laughs> at all. You can ask anybody <laughs> who knows me. Uh, if you are not currently a member of the Alliance and you're curious uh, about the number of products that are HD-based T products. You can actually download the product search app either on iTunes or on the Google Play Store. That's the HD base T product search app and it gives you an opportunity to just search to your heart's content. Being a curious person that I am, I'm probably going to download that myself just because I'm a nerd and I like to have <laughs> Every app available to man on my phone. So I do want to uh, thank you so much for taking the time today, Daniel. It has been really interesting. And today I've had the pleasure of having a conversation with the Director of Customer Experience for the HD-based T-Alliance, Daniel Schwartzberg. Daniel, thank you so much for taking the time today.
1: Well, thank you, Sean. It
0: was a pleasure talking to you.